Hey guys, I hope all is well. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I know it's been a minute since you guys have heard a new episode from me and you probably weren't expecting to hear from me at a time like this, just with everything that's been going on with the C word. And I'm calling it the C word just because I'm tired of hearing the word and like all the negative thoughts and vibrations that now come with the word at this point. But y'all know what I'm talking about. But I figure I would come on here just for a minute just to, I guess, air my grievances on the situation and to hopefully offer some positive words and just talk about some things that I'm sure has been on everyone's mind while we stuck in the house. And really, just like, if I'm being completely honest, I did not even want to come on here and talk about this. And it has absolutely nothing to do with me not thinking it's important. It's just that with me being an introvert, When negative things happen to me or around me, I don't like to do too much talking to others unless they're people I'm close to. I like to go within. I usually like to go within and reflect on my own thoughts and feelings about the situation. And then once I process all of that, then I like to come back stronger. And that's when I feel more comfortable talking about it um, because I can see it then from more than one angle. But that's just me and that's how I like to do things. But I think on top of that, also, just just taking a step back and seeing how all of these media outlets are constantly giving us these articles back to back, which is, of course, expected because that's their job. That's what they do. So I expected nothing else from them. But once I, you know, especially once I started to see like how big of an impact on the world this whole thing was starting to have. But um, I, I also feel like it's one thing to be informed and made aware of the dangers of something, but it's another thing to be harassed everywhere you turn with headlines that just prompt so much fear to the point where you feel paralyzed in fear. And so that was like the last thing I wanted to do was just come on here and drain you guys with so much content on the subject to the point where it just made you drained and depressed because that was one reason I haven't really been enjoying social media and content that I usually do like to um, look at as much lately. So On top of me already deciding that I was going to spend the early part of this year just locked in and just quietly working on projects in solitude, which is something that I personally realized I needed early on. Like as soon as the year started, that was my plan. But I did get some good feedback from a few people when I sent out my newsletter a few days ago, just on the things that I've been doing to kind of stay of sound mind as much as possible during this time. Um, And if you didn't catch that, it is on the blog. I have the link in my episode notes, so you can check it out there. Um, But I also had a friend point out, you know, tell me, like, don't be so low-key all the time. And you never know, maybe people do actually want to hear from you right now. So I'm taking that friend's advice (laughs) and just taking a few moments to speak my mind on the situation and to also just share some of the ways that that's been helping me um, to remain in the best state of mind possible right now. So at this point, the fact is that this situation is unfortunately affecting everything, you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, and of course, economically, like this is going to have an effect on every um, every aspect of us as individuals and collectively. And just watching this whole thing unfold has been, it's been overwhelming, 
But if nothing else, it's definitely been eye-opening. Situations like this, I feel like they always kind of force me to take inventory of what really matters. And I've never really been in a situation like this, (laughs) but just certain situations that, you know, make you, that stop and get your attention usually cause me to kind of go more inward and see, you know, what are things that I'm taking for granted every day. Um, So yeah, but I feel like once all of this is over, I just need like 10 minute hugs from everybody that I love because I am missing that. Like I'm missing that interaction with people and it sucks because like I... I'm thinking about all the times where like I could have, you know, done more and like maybe spent more time with loved ones. And, you know, you think that you have so much time. You're like, oh, I'll do it next week or I'll do it, you know, next month when I'm not as busy. But it doesn't cross your mind that something like this will happen and that'll put a pause on everything. Um, But even outside of that, like just watching everyone kind of judge each other (laughs) during this time has been interesting. Um, Like, I've been tuning into a lot of people's lives lately who I look up to. I watched the GOAT, Claire Somers, the other day. Everybody who listens or who follows my blog, everybody knows I love her. And designer Sergio Hudson. And you you guys, if you don't know who Sergio Hudson is, you probably do know his work. You just might not know of him just yet. But Beyonce has warned him. She's supported him for a long time, especially in the beginning of his career. Um, who else has warned him? I want to say maybe Gabrielle Union, possibly Michelle Obama. I could be wrong, but a lot of celebrities, especially celebrities in the black community have supported him. And he is someone who just showed at New York Fashion Week for the first time this past Fashion Week. And he just debuted a collection. And of course, all that is on pause right now because of everything being on lockdown or on, you know, shutdown. So um, he was sharing his thoughts on the situation and him and Claire just kind of chopped it up about ways that this affects the fashion industry as a whole. And Sergio was just saying how he feels like it's going to be tough for a while, but that the economy is eventually going to come back even stronger when all of this subsides. And he did use some other examples of like some other really terrible um, world disasters that have happened and how it has caused everything to decline. But then when things got back up, they got really up there and they, you know, were a lot better. Um, And that's a good perspective. That's a perspective that I've been trying to stick with too. Like, Don't get me wrong. I definitely do feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. But I definitely am choosing to believe that there will be a time where it gets better. But just honestly, watching different people who I look up to on live and watching them still trying to carry on and pick up the pieces and maintain their businesses is something that's been really keeping me motivated during this time. Because idle time, like, you know, it can be great or it can be a waste of time. You know, it's all about what you do with it. And um, I've been just really tuning in and just really being a student, like just watching, because right now I could, it could be worse, you know, like for me personally, you know, even though it is a situation that frustrates me, it could be worse. And so I've been trying to watch and see how people who I view as successful have been dealing with it. Um, I also watch boutique owner Nicole Nell. She was shooting her content, her merchandise from her apartment the other day. And she had a, like a simple setup in her apartment and it was just her and her photographer and they were just shooting her her clothing, like all the clothing that's about to come to her store, her online store. And 
somebody came in her live and they asked her, like, why are you so unbothered? And she was telling them, like, it's not about me being unbothered. I have people that depend on me, that work for me. And I have to still make sure that we're producing so that they can afford to take care of their families during this time. And I totally agree with her. And I really started to really put my two cents into the person who said it. But I was like, let me relax, Char, because this is not your live. And she got it. But she was right. Like, I feel like people right now are kind of expecting everybody to just kind of bow out and just give up, you know, and like be sad all day and watch Netflix. And if you have that time on your hands, you know, by all means, go do that. But if anything, I feel like this is honestly a time for a lot of people to go harder. And a lot of people can't afford to just bow out and watch from the sidelines and see what's going to happen, especially people with businesses. So I thought that was dope just watching her share her creative process and how she's still moving forward. Who else did I watch? I watched B. Simone because, you know, she's also on a road to a million. So she's doing a series on IGTV, um, just documenting her road to, a, to becoming a millionaire, which is like, I think, like in less than two weeks for her, if I'm not mistaken, because it's coming up and she was showing how anxious she was that it's coming up. But, you know, with everything that's been going on, a lot of things have slowed down. Certain parts of her business, she had shows that were canceled. So she's been like doing everything to make sure she's still staying on top of her goal. She started doing hair again and she said she hadn't done hair in years. Um, So she picked up some hair clients. She created her own product, um, which is a sanitizer, but she's calling them manitizers. And I thought that was really unique and that goes perfectly with her brand. And really, as just aside from her just being funny, B. Simone's whole IGTV is just motivation. Like, she really be hustling. And I have a lot of respect for her just beyond her being a comedian, but just as a businesswoman. So if y'all looking for something else entertaining to watch, if y'all are getting bored with Netflix while y'all in the house, go get lost on her IGTV page because I spent a good hour on there the other day just watching her process. Who else? Like I said, my my idol the GOAT, Claire Somers. She's been using this time to connect with more designers on her social media and just keep us in the loop with what all this means for the fashion industry. And even just some of my friends too. Like I'm really honestly inspired watching some of my friends. I can't tell you how proud I've been just just to be scrolling on Instagram and to see stories of some of my friends using this time to really hone in on their craft or start whatever it is they've been wanting to start. I know, you know, one of my colleagues in particular, she's been talking about how she really wanted to lock in and focus on her designs for a while now, but she just felt like she hadn't had that time to really lock in and get inspired. So when I see her on IG cutting patterns and sewing seams and whatnot, like I just had to tell her how proud I was of her. So that's been one way I've been keeping my spirit in a good place you know, just choosing to consume more content that's going to inspire me and not just put more fear on me all day long. Um, I've been watching more fashion documentaries, which I'll probably send a list of stuff that I've been watching lately to my subscribers. So make sure you're subscribed. And then just like I touched in on my newsletter, journaling and prayer, number one, is something that I do pretty consistently. But right now that's been like my go-to Because journaling, for me, really provides a safe space for my emotions. Like, nobody can tell you how to feel when you're writing about your feelings. Nobody can tell you what's wrong. 
So that's a place where you can release whatever it is you're feeling, you know, about this situation or about any situation. And that way you're not walking around with it overtaking you and your spirit all day. And then, of course, prayer helps you submit whatever it is that you're feeling so that it's out of your out of your hands, basically. Also, playlisting has been another thing that I've been heavily into lately. Of course, music can be a mood changer and you know, with more time on my hands, I actually been finding myself being more open to new music and going back. And I guess you could say like rediscovering old music that I forgot even existed. So that's another one. And I did actually send a playlist in my newsletter the other day. So I'll link that in the episode notes as well for you guys. But try to do that. You know, me and one of my friends actually were like we created playlists for each other and we were sharing them. So that's something fun. Just I just been trying to do things that I usually don't really have time to do, like because you sometimes you don't realize how monotonous your days get. So I'm, I've am i been trying to use this downtime to make time for things that I said I would do or that I would enjoy doing if I had the time. So, you know, just think about all those things that you've been putting off and all those things that I feel like like jobs are like hobby killers. <laughs> so if you are away from your job, make time for your hobbies, things that you know that you enjoy doing, but you might not get paid doing usually. And you might find more purpose in that these days and you might feel a little bit more fulfilled during this time. Also, in addition to the ways I talked about in my newsletter, I also just been really trying to focus on gratitude. And it's funny because I remember I remember meditating like on the last day of last year and just seeing these two words in my mind over and over again. I kept seeing gratitude and I saw expectation. I, I literally felt like somebody was like whispering these things in my ear. And a lot of times when we set our intentions for like the beginning of the year or whenever we feel like we're about to really lock in, we feel like we can really clearly see exactly how it's about to get done. And then when something like this happens, it really does force you to adapt and to set whole new expectations. And that that wasn't something that occurred to me that, you know, that something so early on in the year might happen and completely change so many of my plans. Because um, like I said, I had already set in my mind that the first quarter of this year was going to be specifically me quietly focusing on new styling projects. And when this happened, several of my styling projects were postponed and I had I still have to. I'm still in the process of figuring out how some things are going to play out. Um, I had to pass on certain opportunities that required me to travel. Like one project in particular that I was really looking forward to um, was I would I was going to be a part of the PR team and interviewing designers for this fashion presentation that also serves as a charity event for Angelman Syndrome. So I would be interviewing designers on their collection and the inspiration behind the collection and just their goals in the industry overall. And this is something I did for the first time back in 2018. And it was just such an overall dope experience. I met so many people that I still keep in touch with to this day that are really a part of my network. Like not just like we met and then we said we were going to link up. Like these are people that I talk to really often that I bounce my ideas off of um, that helped me really develop different things in my brand. So it's a really great opportunity. It gives it it gave me a chance to really step outside of my comfort zone and just get comfortable talking to people. And it really was something that inspired this podcast from jump. Like once I start, as soon as I was done with that event, I came home and I started the podcast. So that was something I was really, you know, excited to do, but I have to travel for it. And it's in New York city, which is not far, but 
it's one of the places in the U.S. that unfortunately got hit the hardest with this whole situation. So I have to pass on that for now. Um, and right now I even have a client who I was creating looks for for a three day conference. Now she's not even sure if the conference is still happening. So that's another another assignment that I may lose. But when I think about the people who've been investing hundreds of thousands into their dream right before this happened and who are losing out, you know, just aside, just aside from the money, like people, a lot of people's lives are being affected by this. And if their lives aren't being affected by this, they're losing loved ones to this. So when you think about that, like when I really started to reflect on that and really think about how I'm grateful to have shelter and food and, you know, water, consistent things that people already were worried about before this even happened that they didn't have. And now for this to happen, like my struggles don't even begin to compare to the struggles of so many during this time. So that's been something that's really helping, keeping me grounded and just keeping my priorities straight during this time, as frustrating as it can be. And just just reminding myself to be grateful and to pay attention and focus on things that are going right still and that I do still have. And I'm not going to lie, like all of this is scary. Like I do feel a feeling, you know, every now and then of fear and I do feel uncertain and it it really is odd being isolated like I said I haven't seen my friends and some of my family on a regular basis in a while and I'm an I'm an extroverted introvert and so (laughs) anyone who is one understands that we love to be alone but only on our terms (laughs) so for this to have such an effect to the point where we're advised not to even be around the people we love and the people we're used to seeing naturally that does bring about a feeling of fear and really this is really a time where I feel like everything that I say that I'm about and everything that I say that I live by is really being put to the test because like in the midst of like all of this all the mixed feelings about the situation I just keep thinking about my favorite verse in the Bible which is 2 Timothy 1 7 for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind And just in life in general, that's something that I really do actually refer to pretty often, if not every day, because it's something that helped me get through really a really tough time in my life more on really on more than one occasion. But just especially during the times when I do feel afraid or when I do feel alone, that verse just stands out to me. And I've read it so much that it just constantly replays in my head whenever I feel that feeling of fear. So hopefully that's something that can help guide you guys as well when you don't know how to feel about the situation because really what that verse is basically saying is that fear doesn't come from God. So that's not an emotion that he wants us to spend too much time leaning into. And if it doesn't give us a feeling of love and of power and a sound mind, then that's not even something that we should be letting overtake us. And so who knows, maybe when all of this is over, I'll actually stop bluffing and actually go go and get that verse tatted on me. Because I've been saying that I want it for a long time. Like it's on my vision board. So I see it every day. It was my lock screen and my home screen for a long time. So that's something that just brings me so much solace. So I just want to have it with me at all times. But yeah, try to take this time even, you know, for those, whether you're religious or not, to look up things that that just lift your spirit, you know, quotes or sayings that really do lift your spirit. I know it sounds cliche and very like Tumblr-ish, but like really just 
because we read so much throughout the day, we're subconsciously starting to believe a lot of the things that we might not even agree with just because we read it so much on social media or whatever we're reading. So try to replace a lot of those things with more positive messages. So yeah, I've just basically been trying to not focus too much energy on things that are beyond my control or just things that don't reflect those three things that I just named. So even though a lot of us can't physically be around each other at this moment, you know, do try to still show love, even if it's something as simple as sending a text or calling somebody that you love real quick just to make sure that they're okay. You know, even supporting some of your peers who do have small businesses, because I'm not sure if you guys know, but like not all small businesses are even included in the stimulus plan that's supposed to be going out. Like apparently a lot of people that are legally self-employed and may not even have a huge staff working under them aren't being considered right now. So I'm pretty sure they could use as much support as possible right now. And, you know, just like I said, it, it takes two minutes to just check on someone beyond just even beyond just asking if they're physically okay because a lot of people you know may be okay physically right now but a lot of people struggle with their mental health as well so just being there for someone to vent right about now could really mean a lot to them and you know don't get me wrong because I do feel like there is power in us staying informed but there's also power in setting boundaries for how many headlines we about to be reading and scrolling through each day because in a way Doing that constantly can make you feel sick and can lower your vibration as a whole, which like I talked about in my newsletter, for those of you who got it, that can actually make you more susceptible to sickness when you're constantly reading about negativity without also feeding your mind and with some hope and some positivity and just to kind of balance things out. So please make sure that you're also making time to do that just as much as you are making the effort to stay informed with the situation. So these are the the times where we really have to hold on to everything that is going right and just just practicing more gratitude and prayer. And I try not to make a habit of worrying after I pray. And I know it's way easier said than done. That's something I'm still working on. But I do know that doing one defeats the other. So I just wanted to touch base on here and get those things off my chest. I'm praying and continuing to pray that all of you and all of your loved ones are staying as safe and as healthy as possible and that we will come out of the situation stronger and better if nothing else. And my mailing list has been the main way I've been communicating during this time. So if you're not subscribed and you still want to hear from me while all this is going on, definitely subscribe down below. I have the link in my episode notes. And just so y'all know, while we all stuck in this house, (laughs) I have been working on getting some new interviews done for future episodes. I'm trying to catch all the stylists and designers that I had planned on interviewing while they in the house. But it has been a challenge since a lot of them do own their own businesses and have had to completely like adapt their business models since this is going on just like in a blink of an eye. So it's a lot for us all. But like I said, I will be using my list to keep you guys in the loop with new content. And in the meantime, I'm going to be in this house just like everyone else, (laughs) planning and plotting for the near future. So please stay safe and I will talk to you guys later.